Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 101 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, and as always, I am joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. I am physically present for this podcast. Right. We're starting We're starting to count fresh. We hit 100. Now we're back to one. <laughs> I would like to, I, I would. I would like to, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I would back, like to thank... I would like to thank everyone who, in the span of uh, last week's episode and this week's episode, took to iTunes and uh, left a whole bunch of uh, new reviews. And so uh, thank you for those. Maybe we'll read some of those uh, towards the end of the show, but definitely, uh, definitely appreciate it. Uh, if you're new to the show, well, go ahead, Christian. No, I was now I'm looking. No, yeah, they're all good. Uh, so yeah. anyway, if you're new to the show, uh, we talk all about Pokemon stuff, Pokemon games, the anime, uh, the world of Pocket Monsters is all discussed here in about an hour-ish time frame. We do this every week, live, Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. across the pond on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash comic book is where you can join in on the chat. We've got a lot of uh, faithful, uh, you know, I've got a faithful crew in there. Keeps the chat nice and lively. Otherwise, you can find the show uh, wherever podcasts can be found. We have a nice show for everyone today. A lot of Pokemon Go news. Yeah. Well, uh, every week we have lots of Pokemon Go news. Yeah, but but this but this week feels like like more. It's, subs- it's like more substantial. It, that, exactly. It's substantive. Fair. fair. Pokemon yeah. Go news. Fair. Uh, did everyone catch their shiny sn- uh, Snivy? Yes. Yes, I did. I caught two of them. I forgot that the event was going on until 4 p.m. And so for like <laughs> 45 minutes, like I like chucked in an incense, and then I was like, "Where's the damn Snivy at? Come on, shiny Snivy! Come on, get in my phone!" Get in my phone. <laughs> I caught three because that day of the event, I happened to be uh, waiting with my mom at a place because her uh, windshield was like blown out by, by a oh. pothole on the interstate. And oh uh, she, she didn't want to wait inside the place for COVID reasons. So uh, we're both sure. vaccinated. So she was hanging out in the car with me and the entire time. She's like, why don't you ever talk to me? Why, why don't you talk to me anymore? And I'm just sitting there furiously like <laughs> playing Pokemon. And I was like, I will talk to you for the hour ride home. But right now I only got a limited window to catch Ooh, this. No. So I am a great daughter. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah. It's uh it's actually a nice looking shiny. Um, mm-hmm. when, when is all, when is all said and done. So I, I appreciated that. I only caught one. Um, it feels like Congratulations, Jim. You thank you. First, first shiny. Oh, stop. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I feel like, uh, uh, I feel like I caught, way more snivy than like my like snivy to shiny ratio ratio was definitely on the lower end there but that's fine i got one that's all that matters i do want to thank i believe it's rankin 2700 in the chat invited me last week to a azumarill raid and so uh, i was able to complete that because that was the last one uh, i needed because i did find uh my chancy with the flower crown and all that so thank you rankin really do appreciate that um all right uh well that's that was the when's the next community day is that may may do we know do we know what that one is yet no they haven't announced it they'll probably announce it this week um so it'll it'll likely be a non-starter pokemon hopefully it's something that's not junk um well you know like the thing is is they've they've really laid off it used to be that you know you could get like you know a lot of the pseudo legendaries were included and a lot of like the two-tier evolutions that can be a bit of a pain in the butt to go and get you know the Mm -hmm. candies for and Mm -hmm. they haven't done one of those and in forever so you know like i'd like to see like a dino community day or a gibble community day you know Mm -hmm. um those those would be you know those would be swell um instead of i don't know like I, I can't even think of what BS Pokemon we will end up getting stuck with instead. Like, oh, let's do a Pidgey Community Day. Holy <laughs> moly, Night Fighters, nine hundred thousand dust. Well, it was triple Stardust. So. I know. I mean, I know it was triple Stardust, but good God, that's a lot of Stardust. Yeah, no, that's that's a that is a haul. Um, when you chuck that in with a uh, what call a star piece, and you can yeah. you mm-hmm. can make yourself a stew with that. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> nice. all, right, all right that would be an interesting stew 
<laughs> Gotta say. Uh, Rival Week starts this week? Yes. Uh, so Rivals Week is the next event. Uh, I'm pulling it up now, the information. Uh, so it starts tomorrow, April 13th, and runs through the Sunday. Uh, the big thing is this will be the debut of Skrelp and Clauncher uh, into Pokemon Go. Um, so uh, also Therian for Landorus will be making its Pokemon Go debut. Um, so we're getting a global challenge arena. I don't know what that is, but, you know, we're getting some sort of new global challenge. Um, I, it could mean that, you know, uh, this global challenge will involve like PVP battles, like in Go Battle League or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is, is uh, Pokemon who are known for their rivalries um, will be making their appearance more often in the wild. That includes uh, Zangoose and Zaviper. Um, Elekid oh. and Magby will be hatching from raids. Uh, oh, we're God. also getting a Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Not really rivalry okay. Pokemon, but they're paired Pokemon. Also, they're doing Nidoqueen and Nidoking, and th that starts to get me to think that they don't know what the word rivalry means. <laughs> uh, okay. Look, look, look. I, I love Magmar and... Um, and Electabuzz, but good God, I, I am okay if they just lay off Magby and Elekid in eggs and raids and all that stuff because I, yes, we've had plenty, we've had plenty. Yes, we, this we, is someone, this is from someone who does not play a lot. We've had plenty. Oh, uh, you know, it does seem like, you know, if in Jim's eyes, you know, there's, there's been Magmar and Electabuzz events, it seems like probably once a year or going back to like 2017. So, you know, like that's basically <laughs> daily in Jim's eyes. Um, yes, exactly. No, it's, uh, well, the good news is they're only going to be in eggs. I don't think Electabuzz and Magmar will be popping up in the wild. Um, yeah. I'm not super impressed with what they've got, you know, popping up in the wild. Um, that's kind of a meh week outside of the fact that we're getting some new Pokemon and, you know, Therian yeah. form Landorus obviously is a cool, uh, cool Pokemon to get your hands on. Um, but, you know, uh, the, the churn continues. Pokemon Go is going to Pokemon Go is going to Pokemon Go. Mm. All correct statements. What 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 is what is AR fast catching? Um, so it's a trick that you use to do like basically shoot out a Pokeball within like a second oh. of like appearing. Um, oh. So I, I'm not. 100% sure of the nuances behind it because it's yeah, so so a night fighters mentioned it in the chat and I'm like I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah, no, you basically I I there's there's a way of, you know, using the AR toggle um oh, and okay. shooting out a pokeball and it kind of skips a lot of the animations and stuff. I think if you throw the mm -hmm. pokeball and then you switch it over to the AR, I think that's mm -hmm. uh uh how yeah, what it entails but i'll be honest i'm, I'm, I'm not 100 i'm gonna sure. have to check that out no, uh, all right well we got a we got a new data mine with, yes uh, mm -hmm. possible new features coming and my favorite costume pokemon yes and this one actually i'm i'm okay with this costume pokemon because it is a pokemon that has never gotten a costume before uh oh. so we are getting lapras with a bow tie uh, oh how did i miss oh. this news yeah Gentle, this is, gentleman lapras this uh, is important news of the week <laughs> yeah so uh, wow. now we don't quite know how, what what the lapras is like connected to like you know mm -hmm. what like event or what it is but the lapras itself uh has ties to a 2018 japanese pokemon center merchandise line uh okay. not one of their like you know like kind of obscure like um, but it's like basically Pikachu and Lapras running around. Lapras is wearing a bow tie. Pikachu's mm -hmm. got like a messenger bag, and they're visiting friends. And that was like the entire shtick of the of the mm -hmm. uh, of the story. Um, yeah, so you know, Lapras is getting a data is uh, you know supposedly getting a costume maybe for Friendship Day. I don't know. Uh, uh, that would make sense. Uh, the other big thing is is that uh, there's a kind of an interesting new feature that popped up. Um, and that is, um, you know, we might be seeing Pokestops getting powered up soon. Um, oh yeah. I saw about that. What's mm -hmm. the, what's the deal there? We have no idea. We know. Okay, that. Good. <laughs> there we, go. 
We we, we here's here's what we know. We know that it appears that the Pokestops can be leveled up up to level four. So right now you start off at level one, and you can level it up up to three times to get it to level four. Um, we don't know what that entails. Whether that mm -hmm. means it's more items, uh, if it's just you, the more you spin Better a Pokestop, items. the more it powers up. Or if there's some other thing, uh, we don't know if it will be tied to, um, you know, if you get better items, if the distance increases, because everyone's kind of expecting that Pokemon Go is going to drop the pretense of, mm -hmm. you know, that they care about us in the pandemic sometime soon. Uh, <laughs> they've already kind of started it, you know. Um, well, they, some... they didn't they drop the egg distance? Uh, yeah, the egg distances are full distance, and yeah. uh, they're they're rolling out more and more things that involve you know, going to places, seeing other people, stuff like that. Um, um, so, yeah, so it's, uh, uh, yeah, something something kind of mysterious and out of the blue. Uh, it does seem that Pokemon route, the Pokemon, the Pokestop routes will be making a um, an appearance here soon. Uh, they they seem to be working, that, uh, working towards that more. I would not be surprised if that gets rolled out as part of the like next season switchover, um, mm. so you know that that is my personal prediction. Uh, that seems to be a good thing that they could roll out to um, kind of tie into these seasons that they're continuing to try to do. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, mm -hmm. yes, Rankin did point out that they said they'd give us a two month notice before they get rid of the pandemic features. Um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for a lot of it. They, you know, they've kind of slowly rolled back some of their stuff and, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it just seems like, um, we'll, we'll, we'll be getting it here soon. Yep. So, uh, mm -hmm. interesting, uh, interesting conversation, uh, popping up in the chat. Uh, calm down says Lapras was my first over 1000 CP Pokemon. So it always goes special place in my heart, which brings me to ask, uh, you two, do you remember your first over 1000 CP Pokemon in Pokemon go? No, I mine was know. Scyther, and I still have, and I still have it, and I love him. I mean, I want to say it was like Taurus or something. I mean, but... it's a it's a ter it's a terrible one star Scyther, but it was my first like one over uh, a thousand, and I thought, oh my god, I'm gonna like wreck so many people with this, and mm -hmm. uh, I, I I did not. <laughs> yeah, I think mine was probably Taurus, and I was like, oh, that's, that's dumb. I don't care that about sense. that. There, there, there are yeah. a lot of Tauros. They're this. so many <laughs> they in, really in around where I live. It's just truly ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I honestly cannot recall what my first CP 1000 was. I have a lot of them. So uh, humble brag, but yeah, also makes sense. Brag. You've been playing okay. since day one. Day one, day one player pl have played it almost every day. Hey, I still time. remember, I still remember the first Pokemon I encountered in Pokemon Go. And it was a Venonat. Oh. I remember, I remember walking uh, outside of a very small office. We Megan remembers the very small office we yes, used to have. Yeah, that first time I ever played Pokemon Go was in that office. <laughs> yep, yep. I walked outside. I fired it up because uh, this was, this was it, it was it was the unofficial release of it, right? Like it was live. Uh, overseas or whatever, and like so you in had Australia to like, or something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you had to like game it a little bit just to, to be able to download it. Uh, yeah. and so I remember doing that, stepped outside into the courtyard, and boom, Venonat first one. That one I did not keep. That yeah, one was all that's, that's there. I'm, I, I'm trying to think. Well, obviously, I still have my starter Pokemon because it's a Bulbasaur. Um, mm. but uh, outside of that, I can't even remember. I'm seeing if I can. Go and do it really quick. Um, I think mine was like a Pidgey or something. Nice. All I remember about that, like that, like week where we like gamed the system and like we were all playing, <laughs> was I just like so clearly remember if you listen to um, our other comic book podcast, uh, Phase Zero. Brandon Davis like saw Pokemon out in the courtyard and he like dropped everything he was doing, <laughs> he ran was out of the office, and we were like, "Is he okay?" And he yep. was like, I can't remember. I want to say it was like a Gengar or something, but I know that's yeah. not it. But he was gone. And we were he like, was so into it. it. Yeah, he, we were so all of us. It. All of yeah, us were we, all we were in ridiculous. on it. He there would, was like a horde of us going around our office building. He would send out. me messages via whatever our chat was at the time, asking me all these like questions about Pokemon Go. Yeah. Oh, and it was just like, you know. We and were, so like, we I was just... Super, 
we were super into it. I mean, that yeah, was the thing. No. Like, look, we had this thing where we, we did a, uh, you know, we could do stories on how to get more Pokeballs, and like it would just drive so much traffic. That the number I, one, I will, the number one article on our website for 2016, how to get more Pokeballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just like, I, re I just remember, like, look, that was, that was, it was a legit craze. Like, I have never seen more people outside during that time um and it was just uh it was nuts all right yeah. but anyway uh we have there's a regional event coming our way uh it already started uh it started? great it's not coming our way it, it's oh. you know like a few countries uh uh in the uh eastern mediterranean sea so it's like lebanon turkey and there's one other country oh, so like, incredibly regional yeah it's really it's so weird <laughs> and it's like summer style pikachu popped up he's wearing a you know his his hat he's got his aviators on and like people are just like what what is even going on here and like pokemon go didn't really like explain anything about it like just, you know they, they, all right, here, here they, you go surprise yeah they they Basically. literally sent out they sent out an email to like some people like yeah go and get your summer style pikachus it'll be here for a month and like people are like why it's not summer <laughs> what is happening we don't know <laughs> yeah oh um, so and they didn't even they sent out the email like hours after like the event went live so like people were like why are why is pikachu running around with a hat all of a sudden this is great and then like everyone's like trying to figure out like i'm not seeing the hat pikachu why are you getting a hat pikachu and then eventually it's like you know, it was like it, it, it did kind of like take me back to like the early days of Pokemon Go when like people were like trying to figure out like where are the regional Pokemon? Um mm -hmm. why is this unannounced regional event happening? It was the same sort of thing. It was great. Love it. All right. Well, so that so that's happening. If you live happen to live uh in that section of the world and listen to this podcast, congratulations. Yes. There um, you go. Lucky okay. you. Well, yeah, so that's that's about it for the, you know, Pokemon Go stuff, because we already talked about Sniffy Community Day. Yep. All right. Um, let's take a quick break. We'll get through the rest of the news and uh, then do the rest of the show. So uh, we'll be back in 60 seconds. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So naturally, we're going to come back because someone in the chat mentioned this, and now it's going to obviously continue our. Uh, uh, how do you pronounce this Pokemon name bit on the show? Snivy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've been I've been saying Snivy, I guess, and then someone in the chat uh, watching on Facebook, TJ Pruitt goes, "WTF is a Snivy? It's Snivy." Like, yeah. I, yeah. That makes a lot. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. it's it's you know. Um... At this point, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. <laughs> as long as we understand generally what we're referring to, like I'm not gonna be that kind of, you know, Pokemon pronunciation classes person. Like you say it like how you're gonna say it. <laughs> I will respect your decision. That's true. My will, will keep that bottled within me of how to say it. Yeah. No. Snivy. Snivy is a. Uh... You know, I, I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced in the anime. Mm -hmm. I've I personally yeah. have blocked out all memories of the the black white era. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, no, uh, yes, and I do mispronounce Pokemon a lot. You, you know, it's, I do it's, too. So it's a it's not even a thing. Look, I do like it's a thing. It's a thing we all do because it's one of the look. Here's the thing, okay? You don't you say these names in your head. You, yeah. Until until you actually say them out loud, you have no idea whether or not like you are, uh, you know, pr pronouncing it the right way or whatever the right way is, right? And right. so there's like there's a, you know a ton of times where it's just like I'm trying to think of like just like another Pokemon that you know 
what is a name that like does not necessarily now, now I'm just to throw one out. I don't know. I can't think of one, but like, you know, just like a random, a random Pokemon that, you know, no one really talks about probably hasn't, ne- you know, never gets mentioned. Uh, and you know, saying it for the first time out loud and you get it, whatever. It's fine. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, if, if, you know, real talk here, like I'm half deaf, uh, I have to, you know, I watch everything with closed captions. I can't hear my television most of the time. Um, so, uh, I have no idea how most of these are pronounced unless I, you know, <laughs> They were pronounced when I was 11 years old and I watched the anime. Anything from like 2006 on, I I have to listen with closed captions. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the reality of the situation. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I cannot understand what the TV says. So yeah, I don't know how most <laughs> of the Pokemon are pronounced because I have no way of hearing them. So Is it is it Zebstrika or Zebstrika? Uh, I, I've always done it Zeb Strika because, you know, um, cause he strikes. Yes. He's, he strikes, but yeah, like, and, and here's the thing. They also, you know, uh, I, I have actually sent this to the Pokemon company as a friendly suggestion, uh, pronunciation guides. Yeah. They could do them in the the Pokemon. I don't understand why. I mean, just give it to me. Just give me a pronunciation guide. It would be so helpful, just like even if it's just like a little thing in the Pokedex, not, like at the bottom. Well, that's of the it. But yeah, I don't want a separate pronunciation guide because I'm never yeah. gonna I'm never gonna read that. I want it in the game in the Pokedex. Well, even yeah. on their website would be super super handy. Like that, uh, yeah. yeah, that's fair. Dean Dean, uh, there's a there's a website that's a D and D database called D and D Beyond, and yeah. um, you know, all of the monsters all come with pronunciation guides where you push the button and it says the name on the thing. If they did that on the website, they they would yeah. have a customer for life. Um, well, they already have a, a customer uh, a customer for life. Uh, let's, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> but, you know, like, you know, truly like from an assess, uh, you know, accessibility issue, you know, like I, I don't mind. I, I can take the flack for it. But, you know, like, you know, real talk. The, the, the reason why I cannot pronounce Pokemon names is because they are made up words. And also, I am <laughs> I am hard of hearing. Like I, that's it. Rankin's got a great idea. I'm going to start a YouTube channel that literally yeah. just goes through every Pokemon in the decks and yeah. just pronouncing them. I, see, I, here's the problem. I use I use those pretty frequently, especially when I've done Pokemon videos for for the website. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially during the Detective Pikachu era. And the issue is, is you'll watch <laughs> one and it'll tell you how to pronounce, you know, the Pokemon's name, and then you watch another and it's completely different. <laughs> so who do you believe at that point? Like, I'm not sure how to like gauge which one's correct without like an official pronunciation guide so half the time if i have a pokemon you know i i try to like look up an anime clip because that's the most like official like you know piece of media i can get where they're talking about it um so i'll just be like looking up like anime clip where you know xyz shows up yeah i pray i pray they say the pokemon's name if not i'm just guessing and yes this is willow my cat people are asking in the chat (laughs) she Uh, loves the camera (laughs) i do want to i do want to share one thing that producer richard shared in our slack chat uh uh, over the weekend that is just too perfect not to share so uh, richard why don't you throw it up uh it's you know it's just a a fun a fun (laughs) meme uh comparing pokemon and digimon uh, obviously, uh, I mean, look, that is just, if there was ever a perfect chart, that's exactly, that's exactly it. I mean, yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're listening, it's basically a Pokemon evolves from a cat to like, like a cougarist or like late, like young <laughs> lion to a big lion. Digimon, you have a cute kitten that transforms into a velociraptor into a <laughs> like double door fridge with a machine gun attached. <laughs> Um, so that is completely accurate if you have never seen digimon none Uh, of it makes sense and neither (laughs) do the names but like it's accurate i had a i had a great talk with a bunch of i i sent that meme to some of my friends i played D &D with over the weekend and we got into this long talk about digimon and i i brought up the fact i was like you know i i did not like digimon as as a kid i I did not like the idea that you could push like a stopwatch twice and suddenly your like cute little dinosaur <laughs> was, you know, suddenly like, you know, covered in metal and like, you know, uh, you know, trying to like murder things or whatever. But, you know, as an adult, I appreciate how that uh, low key introduced a uh, lot of um, uh, very interesting uh, concepts to children. And I refer to anything that involves like Angel and Devilmon uh, because yeah. those those outfits are not safe for work. 
let's just say, <laughs> put it that way. And it's like, you know, you, you look back at it, it's like, ah, yes, you know, it's it's going from a turnip with a head to a like BDSM <laughs> angel. That's it. Um, like, I don't understand how you get from Patamon to Angemon. Like, how does that happen? None like, of it you know, makes sense. I mean, it's, it's not even worth like trying to piece together the equation <laughs> at this point. I mean, for all of the years, I mean, when I was younger, I definitely preferred Pokemon. And now that I'm older, I still prefer Pokemon. But I, I, I do really love Digimon. Um, it's yeah. definitely a, a huge series for me. The reboot anime is excellent if you've not seen it. But when I just watch it, none of it makes sense. Oh, <laughs> not, a, not a single <laughs> bit of it makes sense. Not that I'm saying Pokemon does either in the anime. No. But there are just moments that I watch the Digimon anime and like my head is in my hand and I am just confused the, beyond the all reason. Yeah, the, the mechanics. mechanics of Digimon make 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 a ton of sense and I actually appreciate that. It seems a, a bit more straightforward. Um mm -hmm. and, and I like the kind of, you know, sci-fi-ness that that it uh that it it brings to it. Um mm -hmm. but like outside of that it just God, it was just hey, it at makes least sense. the characters in Digimon like grow older. Yeah, <laughs> like they they are they've not been yeah, kids for true. like the last like <laughs> thirty years. Like Tai Chi is like a grown man with like tax portfolio <laughs> or something. Like he's old. Like he's he's, he's old. He's, hey, he's he is he is the ambassador. He is the UN ambassador representing the Digimon world. Uh, that for is the record. true. Um, I I I actually I I know this because when we were talking about it, like one of my friends is like, I actually like the Digimon on anime because they had complete arcs i'm like they did have complete arcs but i hate the fact that sora and matt ended up together and they're like no i don't think that's actually the case i'm like it is and then i was oh, like no it's Look definitely it. and it's case. like and it's like matt needs to be kicked in the head a hundred percent of the time like and sora deserves so much better than him because he just sucks <laughs> just sucks <laughs> just it's all right even... all right Let, enough digimon enough digimon talk here we got to get back to get back to business uh, we have a, a bit of uh sad news to share uh ralph shuckett uh, who was the original composer of the uh, pokemon anime passed away earlier last week uh, so our you know condolences go out to to him and his family obviously i mean such a uh such a classic sound um in in mood to that uh megan i don't know if you've got any more to add to that one yeah so i mean ralph struck i mean he was uh you know in his younger days he was actually in a band of his own but he became a very well-known kind of a musician within the anime community he did a lot of the um original compositions and music soundtrack theme songs um the, the musical parts of it uh for mm -hmm. for kids dub so like the original theme songs for Yu-Gi-Oh that you will remember i mean that was something that shuck kind of oversaw uh same thing for the first three pokemon films uh in the english dub as well as the original kind of pokemon anime as you would have seen it uh in its earliest iteration on four kids um so he, he he leaves definitely a great legacy behind him within the anime community that's super fond with nostalgia because I know we've discussed previously in this podcast the legacy of four kids TV and its dub. But the one thing that that um, licensor and company always did right was the music. <laughs> four kids always had great music and uh, and Shuckett did help oversee a lot of that. So mm -hmm. we're definitely uh, thoughts are with his family and loved ones at this time. Um, mm -hmm. But he definitely leaves a great legacy. For yeah. sure. Well, he's, you know, he, he was the original keyboardist for Utopia, um, mm -hmm. which is a pretty decently well-known uh, band. Um, mm -hmm. It's like, it's, it, it's, it's weird because, you know, when I, when I saw that he, you know, passed away, I was like, oh, you know, because it popped up and it was like, oh, you know, because Utopia is a, you know, big, you know, it's mm -hmm. a prog rock band and stuff like that. And um, then I was like, oh, wait, he also did Pokemon. Jeez. It's kind of like mm -hmm. the Devo guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, no one, no one, no one ever talks about this, but like the Devo guys, you know, they they composed all the music for Rugrats and stuff like that. Like all the mm -hmm. Nick shows that you listened to in the 90s. That was Devo. That was Mark Mothersball. Um it was it was weird. Um, it is weird because he still does that. Like you know, Devo shows up every once in a while, but you know, mainly they make their their money from doing like kids, uh, you know, composing. You make apparently you make a lot of money of that if you are a seventy or eighties rock band person. You retire mm -hmm. into the animation industry. Hmm. Nice, uh, Christian. You had a pretty exciting weekend cleaning <laughs> out uh, cleaning out your basement. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, I went and uh, it, it was kind of funny. 
I um so my son, my oldest son, got into Power Rangers over the weekend, and that's oh, you know God yes. God help us uh, all about that because it's the original. It was awful. So when I was a kid, I hated Power Rangers, but my uncle um, went and bought like the original Megazord uh, for me, and I I kept it, or at least I thought I kept it. I could only find the T Rex, but when I was searching through my old stuff that I like rescued from my parents' house, I found my old Pokemon cards. And like nice. you know, I I didn't even think that those had survived to be hundred like base honest. set cards or yeah yeah base set cards I I have a first edition Machamp um Ooh. and well, I, mean, um, I mean everyone does if you bought the starter pack yeah 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 um but you know like uh, you know uh, most of most of the first edition stuff I had is like I have a lot of first edition Team Rocket stuff um yeah, you know but cool. you know I was I was surprised like you know what cards like there were some cards I totally forgot I had like I have um. You know, was it in I, a binder? Uh, no, it was not. But they were still in real in good a, condition. It, was it in a shoebox? Yeah, yeah, they were in shoebox <laughs> along with along with a bunch of baseball cards. Actually, the baseball cards were funny because I found a um a, a, a very rare Barry Bonds rookie card that oh, you know I'm you probably going to go and send off to get graded because you know uh, that is worth uh, several thousand dollars and <laughs> oh. um, it's it's still it's still in a hard sleeve. So you know, hypothetically, it's still. And really good, good condition. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's like, I like pulled it out. I was like, oh, I totally forgot I had this. Let's look this. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, I, uh, I have to show them off. I'll, I'll post some pictures online because in addition to, um, you know, the, the big ones that I had where I have all three of the legendary birds, I've got, you know, Mewtwo and Gengar and, um, I'm trying to think what else. A lot of my stuff comes from fossil and jungle. That's that's why mm -hmm. I like invested in heavily. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I never got a uh, Charizard or a Venusaur or Blastoise, although um, one of those um, may be coming to my house here in the next uh, few days. Uh, because, mm -hmm. you know, so we keep, you know, just as a side note, you know, we talk a lot about how expensive Pokemon cards are and like, you know, how like uh, Charizard sells for $300,000. If you do not care about getting a graded card if you like are looking for a good condition pokemon card like base set pokemon card that's not graded like that's near mint so you know probably in the eights or nines or something like that you can usually get those for you know between like with the even the charizards that i saw a hundred bucks yeah a couple hundred bucks not bad at all mm -hmm. um yep. like you know like um so i i definitely think i'm going to fill up my fill out my base set collection um and like finish finish that off because i have you know i'm only missing like probably like 10 cards or so. And they're all just, you know, the hollow foil ones. Um, so yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go and do that. Um, but yeah, I, I found a Venusaur, which I'd probably, you know, uh, rate as a nine. Um, and it was like 90 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. I've, I've always wanted my Venusaur. I'm always mad that I could never like trade one. I, you know, no one would ever pull the trigger on, on, on freaking Venusaur too. Like not even like a Charizard. Um, like, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I went and I was like, yeah, I'm buying myself a Venusaur. I, I did that. On Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so my son, I was. Well, I, look, you sell that. You sell that Bonds card, and boom, there you go. You can it, buy. Uh, you can buy all the cards. Yeah, I explained it to my wife, and she's like, "That's the down payment on our van." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I, I gotta get graded first. Like, I gotta find. You know, I'll, I'll probably see if Beckett's is. You know, taking taking stuff out. Um. Uh, you know, because that's that's probably the way to go is you know go through Beckett or maybe PSA or no P or because PSAs they shut. We just talked about that last week. Right, yeah, they, it, they're they're on pause right now. I actually have you know my my baseball cards now. The baseball cards are back in vogue. I'll, I'll probably go back through my baseball card collection because I have a lot of cards that are actually in pretty decent condition. That nice. you know, um, from like the sixties and seventies and stuff like that. So I can probably do that anyways awesome. but yeah all right have, well there we go yeah uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get through these uh these next two things just really quick because i because i do want to get to talking about pokemon snap uh two viral videos uh, are out there on the internet so please go check them out one uh is official as a yamper music video uh which is you know obviously we love our boy our, our good boy yamper so go check uh, that out there's also another uh video that is the anime opening made with stock footage and it is pretty surprising on how well it worked. Oh yeah, for the most part. It's, so, yeah, it's, I, it's nuts. 
I laughed. I like, you know, not a lot of these like viral videos make like, you know, give me a chuckle, but I got a good laugh out of this one. Yeah, this one was it was pretty good. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. New Pokemon Snap uh, trailer. Or I guess, is it a trailer? It's just footage. Yeah, so they, they yeah. so Japan got a six minute video that's kind of like an overview video. I'm guessing yeah. we'll kind of see um, a version of it hit like the US this week. Um, but um, it was interesting. Let's put it that way. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll get to it, but yes. Um, so you know, it uh, there is a bit of new footage. There's a couple of cool reveals, like uh, Lugia will be making an appearance in the game, which we didn't know about. Not mm. not surprising. I'm personally pretty co- glad about that because it, there does seem to be a little bit of an emphasis on like the Gen Two Pokemon. Like you know, yeah. like uh, it it really does feel like new Pokemon Snap. Um, it's kind of like um giving us the it's it, it, in a way it's kind of like a retro flashback because not only is it pokemon um you know is it not only is it is it pokemon uh snap you know like a pokemon snap sequel it kind of like picks up where the last one left off where yeah. we're getting a lot of cool gen 2 pokemon um so yeah so a lot of a lot of cool if if you you know go through take a look at it um you know we got some new shots you guys see what the like a better look at what the people look like for Quite frankly, they kind of freak me out. Um, mm-hmm. They remind me a little bit too much of like Dragon Quest characters. Um, <laughs> like you know, like the designs, their their eyes are too wide apart. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, the the big thing that they they pointed out is that they really want you to know that Pokemon eat each other. Yeah, Confirmed. like what? Confirmed. Like that's a, it was a little ups. I mean, look, I mean, I get it, right? Like we all assumed it happened, right? Circle of life must happen in the world of Pokemon, but like, my, my thing is Magikarp just got the short end of the stick and <laughs> everything. So I guess it really does confirm that Magikarp is at the bottom of the the food chain. I guess the the one that really oof. the one that really struck me wasn't as much the Pidgeotto snatching it out of the you know like that one that one was like oh we've seen we've seen that a couple of times it was the frillish like grabbing it and dragging it down <laughs> into yeah. the depths to eat it it's like I was like holy freaking crap like what the heck and it was smiling the frillish was smiling as it was dragging Magikarp down in the depths to consume it. You don't understand. Doesn't Magikarp have kind of like a hard-ish exterior? No, no. no. It, I, thought, I, guess it, I, guess, I mean, I guess I thought it was kind, kind of like, I mean, obviously it has scales, but I thought the scales were not like fish scales. Where like, you no. know, even if you think of fish, it's like it's gooey and, and whatever. I thought it had yeah. a bit of a... They're they're harder. literally koi. They're, I mean, it's, yeah. they're, 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 they're koi. And, you know, while koi, while nobody thinks of koi as like, you know, food nowadays... You know, they were originally introduced to Japan as 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 a food stock fish. Um, yeah. Then people were like, "Oh, these look really cute. Let's put them in our ponds instead." Um, mm-hmm. And now, now it's not. Um, the problem is, is that objectively speaking, Magikarp is dumb. <laughs> it's it is, quite, and, and it's not. It's not like a beautiful Pokemon. So everyone's like, "Oh, let's just make it the butt of the like Magikarp." Is okay, basically you. Beyond, uh, I think Magikarp is a. I think of like the fish Pokemon, Magikarp is one of the better looking Pokemon. Wait, the silence that you. The silence. It's better than. You immediately don't describe the ugly Pokemon, the deliberately <laughs> ugly Pokemon. It's like, <laughs> listen, guys, you know, like Magikarp looks better than Garbodor, like literally walking garbage, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, case in point. This the silence that was met with that 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 comment just shows. Well, it looks better than a, than a than a Tynamo. Like okay, like, and an oh. Ara- and Aracuda like, looks better than a ton no. of other fish Pokemon. No, no. not really. No, I, I no, would disagree with the Aracuda. Like his, you know, dumb, just... his dumb, lifeless eyes just ruin like, everything. What Nothing. you're gonna, you're gonna tell me? It looks better. You're gonna tell me that Barboach looks better than a Magikarp. Yes, I am actually. Yeah, man. that's that's an easy one. Like, that's yeah. actually an easy yes. Like, what are you just are you just trying to find every I'm non, literally going through a traditional like, fish Pokemon? Like, fish oh Pokemon look, right now. this this Pokemon doesn't look like a goldfish. It must be worse. This Pokemon doesn't look like a goldfish. It must be worse. Like, it's. I mean, uh, here's 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 actually you know the, here's the secret about Magikarp. <laughs> so the reason why everyone eats Magikarp is to limit the population of Gyarados, well, because yeah. Gyarados, 
destroy cities. Like, this is not even, like, a, a hypothetical. <laughs> like, you know, in the Pokedex, multiple things talk about, like, Gyarados will go and, like, wreck a city just for, like, looking at it the wrong way. Um, and so I personally believe in response to that, nature has made Magikarp taste really freaking delicious in order to try to maintain the fragile balance of the the the, the Pokemon world. Because otherwise, if Magikarp tastes disgusting, we would probably be in a post-apocalyptic like landscape in terms of the Pokemon <laughs> world. You know, we'd all be wearing tires and stuff like that. Um, or you know, humanity would have never like actually been able to get past the Stone Age. Because Gyarados, Gyarados would have ruled the world. <laughs> you know? So how much do we want to bet we're going to see in this game a Sharpedo just absolutely like <laughs> full on something. jumping out of the water and just eating? <laughs> you uh, know, my part. my favorite one, uh, my my favorite bit of um, uh, my bit my favorite bit of uh, footage from this new set of Pokemon Snap one is there's one where it's Bond Suite, and there's two Bond Suite and they're stuck on a web. And Eridos, uh like comes and like starts walking forward, and the Bond Suite start to scream. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you're just like, what the heck? And like Eridos like you know, sprays them off with some, some sort of poison spray. But those Bond Suite, and if you read the you know the Bond Suite uh, thing, um, you know, the Bond Suite, you know, are so yummy and tasty. You know, Pokemon try to eat them all the time, and they like run around and scream. But they look so adorable while they're hopping around, fleeing in terror. Nobody helps them, and it's like, um, what the freaking? And like, you're literally watching that go on. There's two Bond Suite stuck on his on spiderweb, and they're screaming as a spider Pokemon's coming to eat them. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, we're I, gonna we're gonna like see like a Spiel getting eaten by like a Sharpedo or something. Like it's oh. gonna happen. Yeah, like oh no, this this game. I like I said, I'm really looking forward to new Pokemon Snap. I really hope there's like some like really creepy um, Easter eggs in here. Oh, Maybe boy. we'll like take like pictures of like hospitals. There's gonna be ghost Pokemon everywhere, just like waiting. Gengar, <laughs> we enter Gengar's mouth to hell. See the um, spirits. There, there I just, I let, but that's it though. Like I just hope that like the behavior that is is. Uh, you know, expressed in the Pokedex, like that behavior. I hope we see out in the wild. There oh, is yeah. a haunted forest in this game. Uh, that that was one of the things they did kind of like establish was um, there. There will be a, um, a like a haunted forest because we saw a Trevenant um, mm-hmm. in there, and it's like I was just like, yeah, give me haunted forest, give me some creepy Pokemon. Oh yeah. Maybe Magikarp will die. We just got a comment. Maybe Magikarp will die, and Detective Pikachu will have to find which Pokemon did it. It's like all of them. That's like a big, like you know, murder on the Orient Express type situation where they all killed him. Yeah, I mean, this answers a lot of great questions. Like, if a Pokemon eats Magikarp in that community, like, is it considered murder? Is that considered food? This brings up a lot of questions that, like, I don't think I can tackle right now in the time we have remaining for this episode. But it's interesting. <laughs> Well, it's Megan, you you would you would know like uh, B stars uh, has is that that's like the 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 defining concept of of one of the great manga and animes of uh, the last like five years. Um, yeah, if you eat if you eat another animal that's considered sentient and human, then yes, it's a crime. But do they consider Magikarp sentient and human? That <laughs> is a good that's question. the question I'm asking. I guess, and again, then that's messed up. I this is a wormhole. <laughs> can of worms right here oh man uh, i love this franchise <laughs> all right christian give us a pokemon fact of the week so this one is like a dumb poke fact of the week so you know as as we we're we're kind of talking about uh the the legendary birds or you know uh as everyone's favorite legendary dog zapdos um 100 <laughs> percent canine Sure. Yeah, exactly. You know, very much like how, how you could mistake it for another type of creature. I have no idea. Um, but according to the Galarian Pokedex, the reason why Zapdos gets its name is because its feathers make the sound of crackling electricity when they rub together as it's flying at, uh, you know, running at speeds of up to 180 miles per hour. And they're like, ah, yes, 
this is why it's called Zapdos. And you kind of just, you know, the joke is it's like, no, no, it's called it's called Zapdos because the non-Galarian version shoots electricity. That they're like, no, no, it's because it makes the sound of lightning um, when it runs. Like, what is this lightning thing? Like, Zapdos doesn't have anything to do with electricity, and cracked me up. Like, I was like, this is the dumbest Pokedex entry I've ever seen, and it's clearly deliberate. But it's just like, oh my god! Like, you know, of course the Brits are like, oh no, it's called Zapdos because of uh, uh what Zapdos doesn't have electrical powers. Um. Yeah, so that's that's your poke effect of the week is uh those those cr- crazy Galarians are just a bunch of bunch of goofs. Um, <laughs> imperialist goofs. Um so yeah, that's your that's your poke effect of the week. Otherwise, Zapdos, like like basically anything that comes later on in the Kanto Pokedex is pretty boring. Yeah, um, it really is. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. Like it's legitimately has one of the most boring Pokedex entries for really anybody. It controls lightning. It yeah, also super... when it gets hit, it, it hangs it out in clouds. Yeah, when it gets hit by lightning, it gets powered up. Like, okay, yes, we've we've we we've seen that in the anime with any you know electric Pokemon. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the glaring ones they they tried a little bit more. I got like I said, I got a good chuckle out of that one. Um, in in uh, Shield, Galarian Zapdos, one kick from its powerful legs will pulverize a dump truck. I believe Suppos- it. Supposedly, this Pokemon runs through the mountains at over 180 miles an hour. Have you tried to, you know, chase that thing through the wild area? <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, we, we are very much aware <laughs> how impossible it is to chase that thing. Oh, no. Uh, that that I I will say going going back to it getting the Galarian uh, birds was one of my favorite parts of that of of the uh, Crown Tundra oh, yeah. experience I I absolutely absolutely loved every bit of it it was so much fun I had I, I mean Articuno made me rage quit at one point it was just so frustrating trying to keep track of which one was the real one and then I'd be like well I don't know where you went so I'm just gonna stop playing for the night because I'm very upset. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 big issue with the Galarian Articuno was my my experience was kind of like glitchy with it, like you know where either the darn bird wouldn't show up, or um you know I'd find the right one and then it wouldn't like trigger the like battle. Like it was never mm-hmm. an issue of like you know because it's the one that spins. Um, so it was never a matter of like figuring out which one to get. The problem was like my game just really did not want me to get that, which is a shame mm. because you know Articuno is my favorite of those. <laughs> um, they really wanted to make sure you wanted it, like yeah. really, really wanted it. Yeah, no. Um, by the way, I have two two Articuno cards um, in uh, uh, my old Pokemon cards, both a foil and a non foil. I was like, oh Ooh. yeah, that's that's great. Um, I was very happy about that. I want to take just a second to read some of the the new. We are only four reviews or four ratings away from 200 ratings on iTunes. Oh so wow! If you have not if you have not done that yet, we just need four of you get us over the hump to 200. Uh, but I did want to read some of the new uh, reviews that came in, um, and I don't think I read this one. I, I couldn't have, right? Yeah, no, because 4-4. Four, four. Okay, great. Uh, this one's from Argallo14. Uh, Perfect podcast for Pokemon peeps. I've been meaning to write a review for my favorite podcast, and what better time than the upcoming 100th episode to write it? I've been a long-time uh, fan of this podcast. I started listening to it when... Uh, when it was about a month old and listen religiously every week, Jim, Christian, and Megan are an incredible team. And make me feel like I'm catching up with good friends every week. Not only has my overall love for Pokemon grown from this podcast, but I have even started playing the TCG after listening to all the fun and now somewhat depressing TCG news. This podcast covers the cherry on top is that Megan gives Vaporeon the love and respect it deserves. I'm slightly confused why Christian put Squirtle at the bottom of the Kanto starter barrel when Squirtle clearly is the best of the three hashtag squirrel squad for life. Though Bulbasaur is the man. I respect uh, Geodude. I respect Jim's Geodude love, but that doesn't mean that I wouldn't give my away my life savings to see Matchop chucking Geodude and Graveler off of mountains because that just seems hilarious. 
Thank you guys for the entire uh, uh thank you guys in the entire comicbook.com crew to make a wild podcast has appeared the best pokemon podcast out there here's to 100 more excellent episodes and hopefully a US release of the metapod sleeping bag because they need confirmation that that actually exists happy 100 episodes <laughs> that's so, it that's it that's the greatest review out there <laughs> we're done uh yeah another one from uh lando jedi 062 best pokemon podcast okay let's start off with uh let's start off with this i don't want a t-shirt i'm 11 and i don't have any sort of social media okay now that that's <laughs> over this podcast got me ready for pokemon sword and i listened to every episode and just got a switch yesterday i learned about um the pokemon sword and shield i chose uh pokemon sword and when i was uh when i was around five my dad bought me a pack of cards and i got addicted uh, i bought thousands of packs and my dad uh sold a whole 250 page binder for free to this day i'm still mad because i love those cards uh and this year i just bought four packs and none of them were rare anyway uh anyway the pokemon facts of the week are amazing and anyone uh and sometimes really funny uh this is just an amazing podcast and i highly recommend it to anyone who likes pokemon who doesn't know much about pokemon the hosts are amazing jim i love geodude but he's not my favorite my personal favorite is charmander to me he's just the cutest i love fire types anyway love the podcast i'll be listening to 101 when it comes out stay safe peace thanks jedi lando yeah uh let's see uh beatrice mech uh one of the must listen to poke casts i look forward to this podcast every week with its fun team and structure i've been listening to the first episode uh since the first episode uh was released on comic book nations podcast the 100 episode cast uh is uh deserved the temporary download of itunes to give this much deserved review Bulbasaur is definitely my Kando, uh, my Kanto Stardo. Uh, Vaporeon is solid, but Geodude has sadly, has sadly fallen since its depiction in the anime is of uh, is of a floating and not is floating and not Pokedex accurate. I can only picture uh, the only picture is a rock version of the first demon Tanjiro beheaded in Demon Slayer <laughs> running around. A fastball yes. special with Matt Ch- uh, with uh, Matt Chop and Geodude would be incredible though. RK9 and Growlithe are the are my best are, are the best boys and favorite overall. Oh my gosh. Oh, if you don't understand why we just laughed so hard, you need to check out the anime Demon Slayer. Oh, <laughs> so that's, that's why if you want to get it on that joke, watch it right now. And then come back and listen. That was perfect. This is a, a very, very short one. The last one from uh, Quagco, best Pokemon podcast ever. Every week I look forward to another episode. My favorite Pokemon are Vaporeon, Sylveon, and Lucario. I love your show so much. I love all of you for taking the time to leave those reviews. They really do make our day for sure. Uh, oh yeah, make us make and, and you know it's like between the reviews and everyone uh, participating in the the Twitch chat uh, makes us uh, feel like we are not shouting into a void, basically, uh, which is which is a nice feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Uh, otherwise, uh, you can find the Pokemon uh, podcast uh, at Pokemon Pod CB on Twitter. I'm at Jim Biscardi. I'm on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And I'm at Seahoffer Seabus. So until next week, folks, we hope uh, may the shiny luck be ever in your favor. Go have fun. Catch you next week.